Are you constantly asking yourself, are my children in the right school setting? Do we as a family love our school option? Leah and I are moms in West Virginia, helping families answer the question, do you love your school? Because we want every family to respond with the resounding yes. Kim and I are here to help families explore the many educational options available in West Virginia and bring hope to families so they feel empowered and encouraged about their education options. Welcome to We Have Hope. All right, welcome to this special episode of We Have Hope. This is Kim. And this is Leah. And we are here to kind of discuss what's gone on. It has been an exciting month so far here in October, and I can't believe that uh, we have this update so early. Um, So let's rewind just a little bit. So the HOPE scholarship had come out. It was supposed to launch for this 2022-2023 school year. And um, then an injunction was filed on July 6th, and it was granted um, by a judge um, on that day. And so what that meant is that the program had a halt. It had to just stop what was happening. Everybody that was working on it had to stop. The website had to be taken down. Um, Apparently, um, people could have been put in jail if they continued doing it. Like, I didn't know it was that (laughs) serious, but it was a pretty big deal. And then on Tuesday, October 4th, um, the judge, the West Virginia Supreme court had heard the case again. And I kind of watched it live, like a football game. Leah, I don't know if you had watched it at all. Yeah. 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 And so I was like screaming at the screen, like I'm watching a game (laughs) and I was like, come on, like, let's do this. And so it, it was hard to tell. I had no idea what to think. Um, when it was over, I was like, okay, like now what happens? Like, we're not really sure. Yep. And it was supposed to take a long time. Like our estimate was um, what, right before Thanksgiving, I yeah. think we were yeah. going to hear. So in limbo, don't expect an answer. Hang yeah. out. Maybe yeah. we let's will. Just, maybe we won't. Let's just see what happens. And yep. then Leah and I went on a retreat um, with the West Virginia Coalition. So everybody that's been working on the Hope Scholarship behind the scenes, all that kind of stuff, we meet every other week or so. And we all got together in person. So it was nice to see everybody. And we spent that Thursday morning on October 6th, where everything kind of the world was righted. Moment. Yes. And yep. so we were, I remember sitting in this room for like hours and we called it the war room of like, okay, what are we going to do now? We need to like, okay, if we lose, like, here's our next steps. Like, yep. here's what we need to do. I mean, it was hours and like detailed things of like, we can't predict anything. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, how are you feeling that Thursday morning, uh, Leah, in that room? You know, to be it? honest, as encouraged as I am every day and as optimistic and as positive mm-hmm. as I am, they kind of, it kind of put me a little bit on a downward slope. Like, what do you mean we could lose? <laughs> right. You know, that's, is that actually a possibility? Because this is such a promising, amazing program. How could anyone possibly deny it? Um, but these are lawmakers and lobbyists and super smart analysts and mm-hmm. lawyers and people that have been involved from the get-go that are realistically analyzing the situation and telling us, you know, it's nothing's guaranteed. So yeah. I was a little bit discouraged, to be honest, for maybe one of the first times in my life. <laughs> um, yeah. But still hopeful, you know, still hopeful and still ready to gear up and see what was going to yeah. come back. I definitely did not expect 
what actually happened next, Kim. No, me either. So it was really kind of neat because part of the retreat was we did this bunker tour. So the place that we were staying at um, had this tour that we were all on, but with the tour, we were not allowed to take our devices on. Um, We could not take our cell phones. So all of us, this entire coalition, apparently, except for two of us, had locked our phones in this locker and we did the tour. We kind of chatted amongst ourselves. Yeah. We're just kind of taking our time. (laughs) Our tour guide is very informative. He's very, you know, fun to watch. And then we get to the end and we walk through this like cafeteria and two guys from the coalition kind of walk in and we're like, just kind of didn't really know anything. He's like, and they're like, guess what? The, the, the Supreme court issued an order. And we're like, okay. Like it's only two days later. And they're like, yeah. no, we won. The injunction is dissolved. Like we won, we won. <laughs> and we're all like, you're joking. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? And it took like, a, there was a pause. There was a, a definite pause of like, wait, what did he just say? Is and then people were, were clapping and high-fiving. Yeah. There were tears. There were several people with tears in their eyes of like, I can't believe this, this program yeah. pulled through. They did it. They, the Supreme court wanted to issue the order as quickly as they could, because they knew of the time uh, sensitive issue, because we're already a couple months into the school year. Yeah. The first round of funds was supposed to be uh, sent out to families on August 15th. And we're now like the date of this recording is August 13th. And so they knew they needed to get this out quickly. So they still have to write their formal written report, but they issued the order effectively dissolving the injunction, which means that the program stands Yeah, and, and lives will be changed now. And I think that's the yes, biggest thing too. With generations the injunction. will be changed. Yeah. The injunction, all the, so many families, what was it? 3000 kids, Kim? Yeah. Over 3000 kids, their families had made plans. These are proactive parents that had stepped up and stepped forward and said, my child needs something different. I figured it out. This is what we're doing. And then to get that notice, you know, just like um, with our friend Erica, who had started the micro school, mm-hmm. you know, that all of her students were hope students. And suddenly, you know, she's got a place to have the children. She has yeah. a plan, um, an accountability plan. Like she's got everything laid out and she's ready to go. And then they get that news that no, maybe we not right now and maybe not yeah. in the future. So to, to have an answer two days later, I think is such a definitive, it is a historic moment. It is for huge, sure. but it also shows that West Virginia is stepping forward for their children. Like right yeah. now, they didn't delay. They didn't hold on to it. They didn't mm-hmm. say this is something we need to really think about for a long time. You know, it was a quick judgment by our Supreme Court for our kids. And I could not be happier. I could not be prouder to be a West Virginian. Yes, like I yes. know Arizona may be outpacing us at this point um, <laughs> with their, you know, education program, but uh-huh. we're hot on their heels. And as was said at the coalition meeting, Arizona had been in this education choice game for a lot longer than we have. Yeah, like a decade so, Yeah. For us to be like in the first, you know, just baby steps of our movement Mm -hmm. and to be neck and neck with Arizona, the big dog in school choice, phenomenal. Like West Virginia, you did it. Your kids are going to benefit. Your families are going to benefit. As Kim said, the generations that come after you are going to benefit our societies, our communities. This is huge. I cannot scream it loud enough. I'm so excited. We were, it was like that day. Like we, none of us were like super ready. And so we're like, oh my gosh, we need to like update people. And like, everyone's like on the phone and we're like, we need to get our phones. Like we need to get back. Like there's emails coming through. And like my, my kid's director had called me, but I couldn't get a hold. Like she couldn't get a hold of me. So she called my husband. So by the time I called him, he's like, yeah, I heard. I'm like, it was just, it was all over. And so we all kind of worked together. And then like, 
uh, we transitioned to dinner and then had hung out afterwards. And we kept saying like, the, I know the people that we had hung out with that evening was like, oh my gosh, this day feels like it just keeps going on and on and on. And like, it, but in a good way. Yeah. Like this yeah. is phenomenal. Like this is yeah. so great. And so the questions that we've gotten to is like, okay, well, what now? Like yeah. now that this has, has, you know, we're back up and running. Um, so there's some logistical things that need to be worked out. And that's why we wanted to do this special episode. So the hope board, um, who Riley Moore, the state treasurer is, the uh, the chairman of, um, and he is a part of the board. They met for an emergency meeting on October 12th um, and yeah, yesterday at the time of this recording. So they met, um, it was a public meeting so you could attend, uh, via Microsoft teams. And, and that's what I did. And so what they did is they talked about, there's a lot of legal ease that we don't really know that, but we, we know what they need, the, what's the important information to, to pass on to families. One thing is um, they are committed to getting this up and running. Like they've been working around the clock from the moment that happened. The Supreme Court came out like three something in the afternoon, maybe like but four o'clock is when I got my first phone call that it yeah. happened um, on Thursday. So they've been working around the clock. Um, some logistical things that they need to do is the website Step Up for Students needs to get up and running again. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time of the injunction, several providers had not been able to complete their application. They had not, they had just started that process. So, um, educational service providers are once the website's up and running, then they can go to the website and they can apply to be a provider. So if that is something that you were interested in doing, maybe you wanted to offer tutoring to somebody, maybe you wanted to, um, I well, know. I think even music lessons, art yeah. lessons, like anything I'm, like violin that. instructor, you know, don't yeah. let yourself apply and see yes. what can happen. Yeah. Cause now that's open again and people can use their hope dollars to, uh, to pay you through that, through the portal, um, and all that kind of stuff. So yep. once that's up and running, but like we said, everything had to stop July 6, nobody could work on anything. So everything was taken down. So that's going to take a little bit to get that back up and running. So the next step would be is that somebody from the treasurer's office is going to email every parent who had Mm -hmm. received the HOPE scholarship. You do not need to reapply if you already applied and were awarded the the, the 4,300. So somebody from the board is going to call you or from the office and they're going to call or email you and you have to get back to them. Please do not lie to them. Be honest. Um, you know, say, okay, this is what we did with our kids. And then they will advise you what happens next. So the main things to keep in mind is when they call you. So, um, for different circumstances. So I'll use my son as uh, one circumstance. So he is currently in private school. We continue to enroll him in private school because, um, our school's director was willing to work with hope students to kind of figure out what we should do and stuff like that. So we, um, have not had to pay any tuition because she was confident. She never lost confidence that hope was going to come through and that we were going to figure it out. And our director had actually fundraised the difference of the money, um, to, for all hope students. So, um, what will happen is, over whenever I confirm, yes, he's at this private school and stuff like that. He will be awarded most likely the full amount by January 15th. Um, so it could happen before then, but just logistically, the the treasurer's office has to request the money from the education area, whatever. Like, I don't know. It's a lot of behind the scenes work that I don't quite understand. Yeah. So they need to do all that. But it's going to get paid. It's going to get there. Key. Yes. But yes. yeah, they're saying January 15th at the very latest. So instead of it being dispersed in two payments, August 15th and January 15th, it's only going to be January 15th. Um, it could be before then, but most likely then. 
Now, if you are a hope schooler, so you had in that you are doing like a homeschooling type of uh um, education setting and stuff like that. And you've already purchased materials, um, or you did send your kid to private school and the school did not have the option to, um, not have you pay ahead of time. And you had to pay tuition. Um, there will be a process to figure out how to get you reimbursed for that. Yep. Um, for the out-of-pocket costs that you've done during this time frame, um, from the beginning of the school year of 2022 until, um, now that there will be a process to get you reimbursed. So that's encouraging. Yeah. And if you're like me, um, I did go ahead and enroll my five-year-old in public school kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sad because he's actually doing phenomenal. He has an incredible public school teacher. So I will be declining the scholarship when they reach out to me yes. and let me know. Um, but I do want to let everyone know, because this is something I'm still personally considering, even you know, loving where he's at right now. Um, beginning March 1st, 2023, if you if you you know want to leave your child in public school for right now and you've had them in public school but you're still interested in exploring your options, you can apply for the next round of Hope Scholarship mm-hmm. beginning March 1st. So that's we're going to have a huge push for that to be here to help you walk you through the steps and all that. Um, but don't feel like just because you did remain in public school or choose public school that you're somehow excluded. The opportunity is still there. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, even if it doesn't work for you right now, if there's no options in your area, kind of like what happened with me um, now, maybe there will be if it's not 2023, yes. maybe it'll be 2024. So keep an open mind. You know, the option is there. That's kind of mm-hmm. the big that's the key. That's what we're so excited about. Yeah. It's not that you have to use it. It's that you can. Yes. So if you yes. choose to, if you find an awesome option, you have the choice and you have the opportunity. So March 1st, 2023, mark your calendars. Um, follow us on Facebook if you don't use a calendar because you don't yes. have to because we'll be blowing it up and let you know. Um, but that's super exciting to me too. Yeah. And there were a couple other um, it, announcements, Kim, but I think you covered the big one is that it's here. I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. here. And one thing too, so like we'll use Leah's son as an example. If she wanted to send her son to a private school as of January, then um, she could say that what the hope board is recommending is that students remain in their current education setting. If you are switching from public to another setting um, through the end of the semester, just for logistical purposes, because like they're, they're really working hard. They're really on the side of West Virginia families. I mean, honestly, you can hear it when you uh, listen to them speak and in the news releases that they put out and all that kind of stuff. So if you, your child is enrolled in public school, because that's, that was your option at the time, but you would like to put them in a private school or, or, um, do the, uh, individualized learning plan with the, uh, like a homeschooling kind of setting. If you want to do that, then they recommend that you wait until January. And at that point, they'll issue a prorated amount, probably about 50% yes. of it if you're using 50% of it. So that is an option for families and stuff. Um, one other thing too, if you did not apply because you were like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I don't want to risk it. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. All of, lots of the reasons that we heard, um, they are have chosen not to accept any new applications for the 2022-2023 school year, the one that we're in right now. Um, so like Leah said, you can apply for next year. But mm-hmm. the reason why they said not to do that was because they want to make sure that the families who did apply and get awarded it are taken care of first. And yeah. they just don't have the bandwidth to open it to everybody um, all at once and they can't do that well. So I appreciate their honesty in that. Of yes, like, absolutely. I can't do, we can't do all of this well. Yep. Um, and this is a, a rollout. It's not the rollout that we were looking that we were expecting initially, yeah. but it's really 
the best case scenario. Like now this is it. There will not be any further lawsuits against the hope um, scholarship. It stands, it is ruled constitutional and it stands and it's not going anywhere guys. Um, So, you know, if you didn't take advantage of it this year, you would definitely have um, next year, the year after that, all that kind of stuff. And so all up-to-date information, we will be sharing it on our Facebook page, Love Your School West Virginia, on our Instagram page, Love Your School West Virginia, all that as well. But you can also go to hopescholarshipwv.com. And that is where um, the Riley Moore, the state treasurer and his office and the, the Hope Board and all that kind of stuff will be um, posting updated information. They have a, a whole page full of information, uh, the stuff that we covered here, as well as a, a little bit more uh detail and some of that legalese information as well. Um, but once the website is up, a uh, step up for students and you can access your students portal, um, then we will let you know, or as an uh, education service provider, if you want to start applying, uh, you'll be able to do that. Um, they're hoping within the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, but it really is a big goal for them to have. Um, but the website again is hopescholarshipwv.com. And like I said, it is updated pretty regularly. Yeah. And it's something that Lee and I will try to communicate via our social media pages as well. Yeah. I have to really give props to the state because they have been so transparent. Yes. Um, they are on it. Like the, the website was pretty much updated immediately. And like you said, it was a 30 minute meeting, Kim, when we talked yeah. earlier, you know, they it was were efficient. They were ready to go. They got in there, they got it done. And then the information was put out there for families. There's no like muddy water. You don't have to go through yes. Lee and Kim to find it. It's there. But if you do want help, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So our phone numbers, our email addresses, they're all over the internet. So yes. feel free to give us a call. We will answer the phone. We're happy to talk to you about it. Even if you just want some reassurance, you know, of one decision, yeah. or the, you know, we support public school, private school, micro school, um, charter school. It just learning depends. Learning pod, yeah, homeschooling, exactly. whatever you want to do, whatever you feel is best for your kids. What your situation is, you know, we will try to give you all the options that are available to you and then help you get connected with those options and those resources. Um, but the website that Kim gave with the Hope Scholarship Board is very easy to read. It's easy to understand and it's consistently updated. So they're doing a fantastic job. And I just, I couldn't be prouder of the state, of yeah. everyone. Um, fantastic. And if you Google like Hope Scholarship West Virginia, like it's one of the first things that come up. So, yep. I mean, it is hopescholarshipwv.com, but yeah. <laughs> if, even if you Google it, you're like, Hope, like, what was that again? Yep. Even if you Google it, it's one of the first things that come up. So exactly. we wanted, yeah, we wanted to give more detail, reach out to us if you need help and all that kind of stuff. But thank you for listening to our special episode. Yep. And congratulations, West Virginians. We're so yes. happy for you. Well done, West Virginia. We're so happy. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Until next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the We Have Hope podcast. Yeah. You can find us at Facebook of Love Your School WV or Instagram, Love Your School WV. You can message us anytime or you can check out our website, loveyourschool.org.